Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, Download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Swing and a miss. Four strikeouts for Stanton. Many more. Swing and a miss, and Stanton, for the first time in his career, strikes out five times in a game. And how about this crowd? That's that's a little harsh. Booing him with the five strikeouts in a game in which the Yankees are leading nine four. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike, sitting with me as always is Scott. This is Craft Root Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge? That show open warmed my heart <laughs> in so many different ways. But yes, you palm pal poor. Uh, deal. How, how's it going, man? Pretty good for a Thursday. I'm feeling super fancy today with the new equipment. I, I dressed up for the occasion. Beer. You did. Yeah, we're... New night, new time. We're, I feel like we, we moved into that primetime slot. Like ABC was like, all right, boys. Seinfeld was on yeah. Thursday nights. <laughs> we're in the Seinfeld time slot. Big time. Uh, first show moving from Friday to Thursday. Our show is also about nothing. That's a good point. That's a very good point. This is the Seinfeld of sports radio shows <laughs> where we just bullshit for about an hour and a half tonight and, uh, <laughs> and then call it quits. <laughs> Uh, Joe's hanging out with us, producer Joe. Joe, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing great, guys. How's it going? Good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, always coming with the, the vibrancy. <laughs> well, stick around, guys. We've got an awesome show for you tonight. Uh, we are going to be talking some Stanley Cup playoffs. Yes, we are going to be talking about the Stanley Cup. Kind of crazy. My rundown doesn't say anything about that. It's the last page. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't got that far. 
we're going to talk about the Masters. Uh, Joe is super pumped because Tiger's back, except he's not back, uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. El Tigre! <laughs> yeah, golf. This has been Craft Food Sports, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to quit right now. The show is done. Should we get into Motherfucker of the Week? Yeah, let's get into Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, go ahead. You set the stage for this because this is more of like a, a situation that's happening right now. Yeah, so this week LeBron James got a little upset with uh, Alabama and head coach Nick Saban because there's a recruiting video circulating and they apparently in this video use some type of barber sh- shop talk. It was like yeah, it was like called Alabama shop talk. Yeah, and they spoof, you know, barber shop ramblings and whatnot. Think coming to America scenes. Think so, like every uh, yeah. think last- think the movie barber shop. <laughs> You'll be right on track. Anyway, apparently LeBron James thinks he created that or has intellectual rights to that, so he's suing. Suing. Alabama he's suing. for copyright yeah. infringement. Yeah. And basically Nick Saban was like, what the fuck is going on with that? Like, I didn't really know that Barber Shop Talk I did love Nick Saban's quote. Nick Saban's quote was uh, something along the line of, I've seen 20 different things about barbershops on TV. I didn't realize anybody owned that. Uh, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Like just a you know a typical deadpan Nick yeah. Saban. LeBron responded, yeah, that's kind of what I expected him to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't honestly know what else he was supposed to say. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. So there's your choices, LeBron James or Nick Saban. Who's the motherfucker in this situation? Yeah, who's the bigger motherfucker? And yeah. and, and Saban did get a little pissy, so he got that. super pissy. Yeah, he got really, which he always does, and any he of got his responses. Saban. Yeah, he, yeah, got he Saban. went Saban. <laughs> Never go full Saban. But LeBron, like the fact that he's making it seem like this whole thing is infringing on because he brought in like the players' rights, and this is it, I I created Something this that he platform. Created. Yeah, I created this platform for players to have a I voice. I don't know where LeBron like, is going with this dude, one at what? all. Yeah, I don't know what don't ground he is to stand on. That's the thing. I don't think he's got anything. I, I feel oh. like this is going to be a very open and shut case. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with... You didn't invent barbershops or talking. Next case. The only thing that would make it better is if uh, Bibby, the barber, was involved oh, in either one of Bibby. these. Oh, Bibby. If Bibby was involved in either one of these... I feel like I Bibby should just side. chime in. <laughs> Whoever Bibby, Yeah, you're right, though. Whoever Bibby, side Bibby takes, I'm in. Can we tweet at that guy and find out whose side he's on in this barbershop dispute? We shall. Okay, let's figure out. And that's who I'm going to vote for. Whoever right. Bibby is on, that's I'm voting for the other guy for MF. Or you know what? Because I didn't, I didn't vote yet. I haven't either. I, Good. I kind of Joe, forgot. can we tweet at him from the show account? Do you have a pull? He up? has no idea who Bibby is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get right on that. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thanks. Can somebody? Else, we'll keep you updated throughout the show else on that. Tweet at him and tag us in. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, so those are your options: LeBron James or Nick Saban. Um, How about a beer for the week, dude? Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, we've been. This is one that I've been dude. excited about for months. We ordered this one from Tavor. What, like minutes after the email came in? But no, I mean, it was probably December, maybe. When oh we put yeah, that order when we put that. Well, because remember, we did the news story about this coming out months ago. Mm-hmm. In fact. I mean, I'd argue that it was about nine months ago, probably, that we dropped the story that it was coming yeah, out because then it wasn't until coming. November, right. and we were like, wow, that's a while's away, but we're really excited, going to keep our eye. The minute it was available on Tavor, scooped it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> initial tastes are fantastic. So let's initial tell you what it smell. is. Yeah, the smell. Yeah, we should is, probably talk about it, even though it's beer, up on the screen for right, those of you who are listening is, to the podcast. Uh, cinnamon Roll by Southern Tier. Now, this is Scott's my other favorite, favorite brewery. brewery. 
We talked about his. But the uncle. original favorite. Yeah, that was weird, right, Joe? <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> this is the this is the original. This is the McDonald's St. Arnold's last week that yeah. knocked this one off the pedestal in your in your mind. No, just with the one beer. I didn't say that the whole uh, brewery had been knocked sure off. About that? I said that they had the number one pumpkin beer. I think you... No, stop putting words in my mouth. All right, Or I'll fine. put That's something fair. in yours. That's disgusting. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the beer? Are you going to put the beer in my mouth? Yes. Because I can drink it myself. Uh, <laughs> so this is Southern Tears Cinnamon Roll, um, 8.6% ABV. Here's the description on Southern Tears' website. They say, quote, It's so uncannily close to fresh-baked cinnamon rolls that it was impossible to name this beer anything else. 94 uh, on rate beer, 3.73 on untapped. It smells exactly like a cinnamon roll the moment you pop the cap. Dude. And I mean... It is so uncannily strong. Uncannily so. <laughs> that's, is that a word? Uncannily? Yeah, that's what they used in their description. Oh, Thank you for shit. listening to, oh, I was, <laughs> to that portion. Maybe that's why. Oh, oops. <laughs> I was focused on the fact that Glenn said, Mike is dressed like the dad who drinks all the time, and Scott is dressed like the dad who got let out of the house to play with his friend for the first time in a while. Very accurate descriptions of both of us. That's actually a very fair assessment. Fuck you, Glenn. Of both our characters. <laughs> anyway, though. <laughs> all right, so smell, you're on board. What, uh, your first taste of that, what were you thinking? Amazing. Cinnamon. The, the, the sweetness, uh, the, the sugar of the, what would be the frosting. I mean, it damn it good. literally tasted like I ate a cinnamon roll. Yeah, no, I mean, this is Thick Mint, Thick Mint's yeah. twin. I yeah. mean, exactly what you expect to taste when you sip on it. Not Which is crazy no because we've had these beers that we take a sip and we're like, well, I guess I kind of see what they're talking about. And we had that one a few weeks ago with the campfire that was supposed to taste like s'more and we didn't taste any... Graham cracker at all. Yeah, there's no graham cracker crust. <laughs> Very little marshmallow. It's mostly just chocolate. It's just stout. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, it was a good stout, but it wasn't. Yeah. But this one. And this is another one of the dessert beers. So I think that the dessert beers tend to have a stronger taste profile, and especially with the sweetness factor that, that blends in there. I mean, that thick mint, this. Um, there's been a couple other dessert beers we had, and I think they just amp it up for that. Yeah. And Southern Tier. Again, like with Thin Mint, I mean, as far as my money's concerned, they do it the best. Joe, we gave you a little sip of this one. What do you think of this uh, this beer? Pretty good. <laughs> All right, thanks, Joe. Dynamite drop in, Joe. <laughs> uh, taste is, is on point. The only thing I'm worried about with this one is that it's too sweet, and an entire bomber might be a little bit overkill. That's the well, only thing I'm worried about with this beer. And I'm going to say before you get any further with that, that I've done the Thick Mint. And thought the same thing. It is good for a bomber, and that's it. Anything yeah. past that, and you get sick. And I tried to do two bombers one night in Thick Mint. I got Ooh. halfway through the second one, and I had to tap out because it was just really heavy. And yeah. I didn't have, I just couldn't do it. I have a feeling this will be the same way. But I mean, through that first bomber, you're solid. It's good. But we'll see because. Cinnamon has a stronger taste right. profile than, right. than the chocolate and the mint do. So. This one might get a little so bit saying, heavier earlier than the uh, than the thick mint. Might. So what you're saying is we'll see how it holds up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, Jim. We do let Joe drink. Joe wanted to know, or Jim wanted to know. We, if we we, let you Joe drink. always drinks. Joe's, he's just not yeah. necessarily drinking just, what we are, and he's not always on camera. So that's the other. Like you, he's pounding his beard. There. Uh, he is wasted running the soundboard. <laughs> uh, so that's your beer of the week, Southern Tier Cinnamon Roll. Uh, stick around. 
Scott, you want to get into Upper Deck? I always want to get into Upper Deck. It's my favorite part of the show. Absolutely. And this week, as always, Upper Deck and Craft Brood Sports is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. Locally owned in Columbus, Ohio by Scott and Matt, a couple of guys who are sports fans just like you and us. Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you're going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000 that's 614-943-3000 for all of your sports concerts or theater ticketing needs joe what the fuck were you doing that made mike giggle it's uh tyson yeah with his shares yes. yeah his lies i saw shares. it right when i was reading just making up stuff about shares <laughs> it, but uh for those of you that are good curious, stick, good uh, stick. if we get to 15 no no he's he's not lying are you serious we have 26 shares yes oh shit Really? Yeah. Joe, are you lying? Is this almost no, like no, a big no, no. Is this a big act here? What? We seriously have to, Do we have to take you a can, shot before I mean, we like get upper deck. All right, wow. Wow, all right. Well, thank is, you guys. It, it, it actually says 29. That's why I asked Tyson. Tyson, how many are from you? Oh, okay. So Tyson just kept hitting the share button. You know, I don't know. Oh, but and they Tyson are. did say fuck the both of you. Okay, yeah, which so was also deserved. No, appreciate that you did that, Tyson. Tyson, cool, so. to our de- in our defense, you you've lied before. So I mean, <laughs> it's not as if we're just pulling that out of thin air. It has been a couple weeks for the guys taking a shot for it, shares. So we do appreciate. Yeah, so we're very nice welcome. Shares. Uh, I I was just like, man, Thursday night. All right. Yeah. It's, hang on. You got to let me up. pour it for well, a second. Hurry up. Jesus. Wait, all right. We're on, we're on our schedule. Oh, we got cinnamon whiskey now. Cinnamon whiskey. And cinnamon, and cinnamon beer. Shots. All right. Cheers to Cheers, you guys. Fellas. Thank you. All right. Well, there's the whew, there's the, the first aged one. Cinnamon ale. Yep, that's disgusting. Oh um, my god. Let's get to uh, let's get to fifty shares, and we'll do another one. All right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. <laughs> well, first uh, stirring up our deck. Fifty shares, wait, 50 shares that aren't all Tyson. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> We are at 30 right now. Oh, my okay. God. All right. Sweet. All right. Well, let's get an upper deck before we hit 50 and we have to do another <laughs> shot. Um, but, Mike, what would you tell someone if they asked you, what would I do if I punched you in the face right now? I would probably laugh. Like, if you were, if you said, what would you do if I punched you in the face? I would just I'd laugh at you. Well, if you're former Ohio State linebacker Jerome Baker, you tell them, quote, Coach, no disrespect, but if you punch me in the face, we're going to fight right here. End quote. <laughs> in an exchange reported on this week by ProFootballTalk.com, Baker says that an unnamed NFL coach asked them the question during a recent pre-draft interview. The coach apparently circled back to the question and told him that he thinks, or he asked it because he wants to see if a player is going to answer that he will fight back. He said most freeze up at the question or say that they wouldn't do anything. So at least we know that Baker will check off the box in that coach's mind. And we know that I would freeze up. Right. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know what I would say. <laughs> I, I mean... I mean, you, you also assume that they're kind of looking for... It's a joke. Like, I would... Well, no, I, would I think it it's a, a trick. It's like, it's one of those questions, like, on the, the Wonderlick, where it's like, wait, oh, yeah, they're looking point. for a certain sensibility, and the answer it determines... You know, yeah, like if you're whether or oh, not you're on the where you're at on the psycho mind because yeah. I made a joke and he's ready to exactly. Take my head off. So you're kind of nervous. I mean, mo- that's why most people would. Do freeze you think up. they do it by position? Like if you're a middle linebacker and they ask you that position, they're like, "You, you better have be ready to kill issues. somebody." Yeah. Uh, or Versus, if you're like, "Hey, if you're the punter, what does the punter right, say?" The punter's like, "I would just huddle over here in the corner and hope you don't hit me." I would wait till somebody hit my leg and got a flag. <laughs> Joe, what about you? What would you do if I asked you right now? What would I do? If, what would you do if I punch you in the face? Um, I'd probably just cry. 
Mm, okay. Okay. Fair Solid enough. Solid response. Uh, super weird questions, though, coming out of the Your wife said she shared. Combine. Oh, thanks, babe. Appreciate that. My wife Sharon Hi, trying Alex. to get me drunk tonight. She just wants to take advantage of me. <laughs> Tyson said he may have counted for 20 of the 28 shares, but so what? <laughs> <laughs> Props to you, Tyson. Way to cheat the system. You're a fan. Thank, thank you to the other eight people. We appreciate that. <laughs> we appreciate Tyson and the other eight. All right, let's talk a little hockey here. So a Nashville fan took things a little bit too far this week in showing her anger at the NHL. So in case you missed it, there was a controversial call in the Nashville-Florida game where a last-second Nashville goal was disallowed. It caused the Preds to lose the game 2-1. to one. So fans and players were obviously very upset about this. It was a very controversial call. Uh, even though the point that Nashville would have gotten for going to overtime doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. they've got a three-point lead for the President's Trophy. So with the way the season's coming out, they're likely going to win the President's Trophy. Right. Like that point doesn't really hurt them too bad. It's not like they're trying to, to separate. Uh, but anyways... They were uh, notably upset about that. So uh, one fan decided to show the NHL just how pissed she was. So she took Nashville's catfish idea. And we talked about this last year when they were in the playoffs, mm-hmm. how Nashville throws the catfish on the ice and everybody gets all fired up. And the NHL got all pissy about it. Yeah, well, they're going to get really pissy about this because <laughs> she shipped a catfish to NHL headquarters in the Toronto. Predators, Jim. Quit being a dick. What? He said, name the team. Nashville what? I said, I no. said Preds earlier in the story. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I said quit being a dick. God, <laughs> He just assumes that, you know, we're not going to... I did my research on this story. <laughs> uh, here's how much research I did. She spent $4.97 on the catfish, $134.50 in shipping. What? She spent $140-some dollars on a joke where she sent a I catfish to the I missed that part of the story. Yes. A hundred and thirty-four dollars yeah. to ship. Yep, five bucks on the catfish. Over a hundred and thirty. That's why the postal service is going under. <laughs> hundred and thirty-four dollars to ship. Because I mean, most people in the right mind would be like, "Wait, hundred thirty-four dollars? No, Never mind. I'm, I'm, not, I'm doing, not doing that." Like that better be priority overnight, where the postal worker takes they the fish better, out and slaps the guy in the face. Thank you. It. I was just gonna say, I'm like, I don't want it just to be delivered. Yeah, you better do a little bit extra for hundred thirty-four dollars, <laughs> and I better get a happy ending. Uh, the the fan is. Uh, was identified as Briley Meeks. Uh, Briley said that fans in a Facebook group for the Predators were joking about doing it. So she, quote, decided I needed to be that someone. I'm a huge practical joke person, and I feel this was the ultimate prank. Wow. I mean, it was good. Don't it's get me excellent wrong. trolling, but it's from people that didn't pay all the money. It, right. it wasn't practical you, trolling. <laughs> you, yeah, it's not a good prank if you spent a hundred and forty some dollars to accomplish it. Right, that's what that's I'm saying. Ridiculous. Like, trolling's only good when you can do it and it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, you're kind of getting taken twice because you're bitter, right? Because you know uh, they, they they did this before, and now I'm going to get a mag, but they're not out the. Almost two hundred dollars. You are well, like, and what's what's the NHL going to do when they get this catfish? They're going to be like. Uh, cool. Can we throw this away now? Like, not even not, can we? They're just gonna pitch. It's it. not even like gonna stink up the offices that bad. Yeah, there's like, no, and there's no video of them opening it. Like, oh my god! Ah. Right. Like, I mean, there's no satisfaction just, she gets from this other than did, confirmation that it was delivered. All she did was like the poor lady that works the front desk is gonna sign for a package right. and be like. Oh, this is gross. And yeah. then she's going to have to suffer while everybody in the fucking offices get to just, oh, somebody sent a catfish? Yeah. And then they're just going to laugh because she spent $140 to do it. 
Stupid, Briley. Yeah. Stupid. Corey says dis- disposable income much. <laughs> I feel like, though, Apparently, she probably doesn't have disposable no, income. No, not though. if you're willing to spend $134 on shipping. Rich people don't spend money on stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, they don't. <laughs> you're right. That's crazy overzealous fan who probably couldn't afford to do that who did it. No, she's going to be very But he's upset. telling everybody it was totally worth it. <laughs> it's a she. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Uh, That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said he. No, no I said she's bad. telling everybody it's totally oh, worth it. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah. Bradley Meeks, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, but crazy. Uh, Drew Brees is a baller. Or at least he once was, maybe? <laughs> Straight from the what the fuck files, this one's interesting. Because apparently Brees has been purchasing expensive pieces of jewelry for years now. Which, that's not shocking, because he's made quite a bit of money in the NFL as a starting quarterback over the years. The shocking part is the price he's been paying per piece. At a jewelry shop owned by Vahid Maradi in San Diego, Breeze has been buying various pieces of jewelry, spending over $15 million in watches, rings, and various other things. Part of the reason Breeze has been doing that, though, is because he's seeing it as an investment. And he says that the, the jeweler claimed that uh, that they would gain value over time, and that's part of the reason why he bought them. Well, after taking them to a, a personal appraiser, he discovered that not only were they not worth what he paid for them, they had actually lost quite a bit of value. Whoopsie! Yeah, yeah. One such piece, Breeze paid $8 million for a ring, and it's now only worth slightly over $3 million. Now, Moratti's camp says, though, that Breeze actually did try to bully him into paying back the jewelry at the cost Breeze paid and that it's his fault for investing in something as volatile as jewelry. Yeah, totally. Which I actually side with the jeweler. If you're stupid enough to invest in jewelry that's not actual bars of gold, which isn't considered jewelry because you're not wearing it, then you're an idiot. Because investing in jewelry and expecting it to appreciate in value, I mean, it might, but the chances are low and... He hasn't owned this stuff for a long time. Like, usually jewelry, its value increases over a great period yeah. of time. It's not going to just overnight, boom, right. you bought it. And, then like, and it isn't one of those things that's just constantly going up. It fluctuates. So Breeze is just also, straight up dumb. Like he, Why didn't he get... Investments 101. Why didn't he get an appraisal before he bought an $8 million piece of jewelry? Because I feel like he's surprised by this value. Like, he's like, wait, it's only $3 million? I thought this... I paid $8 million for this. Why wouldn't you get it appraised before you buy it? Yeah. I mean, I... I mean, he... I, I don't know. Like I, when I bought my it's wife's really engagement weird. ring, there was all kinds of appraisal. Uh, like, uh, I mean, yes, insurance companies. Right, make you get it. Appraised. I didn't even know like, you did all that stuff until I bought. My I know. Wife's I was just like, ring. oh yeah, this. You is, just yeah, you just go buy a ring and then you go on about your right. day. They're like, oh yeah, we send you this and all this paperwork. I got to go this official stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Right. I'm like, what if she says no though? <laughs> <laughs> then it's worth considerably less. <laughs> Here's your value if she says yes. Here's the value if she says no. You really want her to say yes. Uh, can I return this? And if it's not worth the same value, can I sue you? But I mean, this that's is what, that's, basically. I, I'm going to go the Drew Brees that, route. Yeah. But I, I don't understand. I mean, in you know, silly me, I guess, for thinking, hey, you know, a football player is any smarter than the rest. But Drew's always come off as a smarter guy. At least that's how he's portrayed in the media. You wouldn't think, I mean... There's plenty of athletes that you'd point to Antonio Cromartie and say that he'd probably do something like cribs level stupid, which this is. This is putting, you know, gold bars on your shower head because, you know, that's so baller. I mean, it's that dumb. But this shower is going to be worth a shitload of money one day. Right. And so you're just like, Drew Brees did that? I, I guess they're all just idiots. They're all just big dumb jocks. None of them are actually smart. The smart ones no. are completely 
clearly the the complete outliers. <laughs> so not even Drew Brees is counted among them. Corey said he's wearing his gold bar right now. Uh, well, <laughs> who wouldn't be? If you invest in it, you might as well wear it. Right. That's the other thing. Drew Brees invested in all this jewelry and he was just sitting there somewhere. He's not rocking it. You just, I mean, I've got an $8 million ring at home in a black box. You are making millions and that's your investment portfolio. That's insane. You're not buying stocks. What the hell kind of uh, money man do you have that tells you that that's a good uh, investment either? MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah. That's his money man. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's gotta be. All right, 2017, we'll do some beer news. 2017 was apparently a record year for craft breweries in uh, in more way than one. So according to the Brewers Association, 997 new craft breweries opened up in 2017, which is a new record. Uh, and there were also 165 breweries that closed up shop last year. Uh, pour one out for our homies at Blank Slate. Mm, sorry fellas too uh, soon yeah well i mean they're one of the 165 that closed up uh that is also a new record for uh for 2017 but the future of craft beer looks good with uh 6266 breweries operating in the u.s in 2017 there's also 2500 new breweries planned across the country uh according to the brewers association the smaller breweries are the ones that are actually driving things in the craft beer market the bigger, more regional breweries like Great Lakes and all those guys—they're like fighting for shelf space, shelf space against that on like, the seashore. <laughs> and it's like hard to compete. And when you figure like Sam Adams, who's considered like the grandfather mm-hmm. craft beer, is only getting like six or seven percent of the market, maybe not even that high. You get somebody like Great Lakes. They're lucky to get one or two percent. Right. So they're struggling at that level, whereas these lower guys are just selling stuff out of their tap room and just killing it. Yeah. So that's where a majority of the market's going right now. Uh, and they think that that model is going to become more and more the norm. So you may not see as many uh, breweries distributing and more breweries are just going to go straight to consumer in the tap room moving forward. Craft Beer News. You're welcome. You killed it. You're welcome. <laughs> no jokes to be made. Just, uh, well, that, solid breaking that's news. A, that's a thing that happened last year. <laughs> All right. Well, as a, you know, since we are a big part in Cincinnati, what do you, we are obviously seeing the boom. Do you guys normally buy from tap rooms or no. what do you do? I normally buy from Tavor, and you can yeah. too if you go to our website, <laughs> craftrootsports.com. Click the sponsors link. You picked um, up what Joe was putting if, down. If you first order, you're going to get $10 back after your first order it's gonna be a credit right into your account hit that up yeah and i mean i just don't it's they're not conveniently located i mean it's easier to go to a, the, a distribution hard place i mean it it sucks i i would like to go straight to them well and but then the i can only buy growlers and all that other stuff i mean the bottling is so much if more if convenient. i was in a different point in my life i would be hitting up breweries yes, way more like right. the fact that i've got a young kid and another one on the way yeah i'm not able to like i would it would imagine if the craft brew scene here is what it was when we were in college, dude. It, it would have changed a lot. Of I would have failed out so much sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, is um, my dad watching? Is he <laughs> on this one? Money well spent. <laughs> uh, so my Braves, the, the Atlanta version, haven't uh, made headlines for anything worthwhile or good for about the last five years. But in a damn fine mood by at least their Oregon player, we've got a great headline. Uh, in this past Tuesday night's game against the Nationals, when Bryce Harper came to the plate, the Go Cubs Go theme was played. 
This is funny for a potential couple of reasons. First, the Nationals lost to the Cubs in the NLDS last year after being the favorites. Second, and most likely reason, is that Harper is a free agent at the end of the year, and it's been speculated for a couple years now that not only will Harper break the bank when he signs his next deal, but that it will likely happen either in New York with the fuckboys from the American League or the Chicago Cubs. Either way, funny that the Oregon player for the Atlanta Braves is trolling. And I always wonder what the players think. I wonder at first if they're just like, why, why the hell would they play Cubs go? That doesn't make any sense. And then no, if it they dawned. Don't. Well, no, I mean, because, but initially imagine that if you're walking the plate as a visitor, you're already not expecting to hear anything because visiting players usually don't have music on their walk-ups. But then you hear that. And it's, if it, it takes you a second and you're just like, wait a minute, did was that the Go Cubs Go thing? What was that all about? And then it's not until you kind of suss through things. I wonder if you get back to the dugout at, as Harper, and they're like, "You hear that too? You go into the Cubs? Yeah, I know you, that. You go fucking bail on us? <laughs> that organ player knows something we don't know? What the hell, bro? Was, was that a clown song, bro? I mean, I wonder. I mean, I wonder how that works. <laughs> it's like uh, in Cincinnati when they would play "I Wear My Sunglasses" exactly. for Corey Hart. Yeah. Like you just got him trolling. But that was just one of those where he hated that song, right? And they knew that, so and it has like, nothing cool. to do with him potentially leaving the team, right? Yeah, this one is. There's so much. There's so many layers to this. Tip of the cap to the Braves for that troll job. It's the only caps that they're getting tipped towards them. Although they've started it off hot. great. Yeah, shut up, man. You're four team- and two. Playoffs. I don't even know where the Reds... They were losing when I came down here tonight. They're, they're going against the Angels in the World Series, I called it. Oh, really? You going to put some... Braves Angels. You going to put some beer bets on that? I'm going to push all the beer in the middle. All right. Well, all my chips. We'll, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Actually, we're not doing MLB tonight, but we'll, <laughs> maybe next week. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's wrap up uh, Consumer Canada because we have some breaking news that came through from We'll talk about that after... Did I say consumer can't? What the fuck am I talking about? Anyways, Jesus, last story of Upper Deck. Uh, this New story, night, same dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> this story got uh, extremely popular this week, uh, but it was one we just couldn't ignore. So we've all heard that guy at golf tournaments that yells out shit as soon as the ball's hit. He's the guy who screams, get in the hole, as soon as Tiger tees off on a par five. It's like, it's not getting in the hole. Hate Stop that guy. yelling that shit, you asshole. Um, well, at the Masters, they run a, a pretty tight ship. Um, that's right. Even white guys can get in trouble at Augusta. It's possible. Uh, this is breaking news. Go yeah. on. <laughs> so they can get in trouble for saying any of the words on a list that were provided to security this week. On that list, the phrase made popular from the Bud Light ads, dilly dilly. So if somebody yells dilly dilly, Good. they're getting bounced. Good. And I am all in on that. I yes. Hate, Thank you, I Augusta. hate those commercials. <laughs> I hate that saying. If you shout it, you're a moron. <laughs> I, I just think in general, in life, if you say it, you should be kicked out of wherever you're at. <laughs> just, your, your own home, <laughs> the mall... Burger King <laughs> somebody just gives you the boot you say dilly dilly at the grocery store get the fuck out that would be amazing if a manager comes up to you in the, in the ice cream aisle he's like uh, excuse me sir we've got a no we've dilly got dilly a rule policy. about dilly dilly uh, get out like even at Dairy Queen you can only say dilly bar like if you stutter you're you're getting kicked out can I get a dilly uh, dilly bar they're like whoa that's two get out you're out get out of here <laughs> life just has like that big planet fitness lunk alarm that'll just go <laughs> If you got say dilly 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 alarm, I love it. Seriously though, I'm all for this. I, I mean, I don't. On the one hand, though, uh, as much as I'm excited about it, and that that that's funny, 
I also don't like, you know, Augusta being all stuffy and you can't yell stuff. I mean, I'm fine with Because I don't mind you yelling things. It's what they're yelling. Right. And I think they're kind of on that same page because they gave them a list of words. It's not that they are booting them for saying anything. So they're booting them for saying specific words. And I want to know what else is on that list. I Um, really need to. That's going to be Upper Deck brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. Make sure you guys check them out. Um, Also, thank you guys for participating in the Minuteman Bracket Challenge. Woo! Uh, One of our own uh, loyal listeners won the Bracket Challenge. Who would that be? Corey. Uh, Corey's actually in the Facebook feed right now. Uh, Congratulations to Corey. Corey, I think he came in like ninth in the Minuteman uh, really too yeah like he oh was wow we had a lot of people from our pool end up in the minuteman uh as winners for minuteman too really yes good uh so Corey, you are gonna get a uh two tickets to a nfl preseason game in cincinnati you have to be careful how we do that you're yeah. gonna get a boomer <laughs> assign uh sign football and you're gonna get a craft brood sports t-shirt size large <laughs> <laughs> Did I say something funny? Corey, you are large. You're good. (laughs) Uh, So breaking news that came through, Drew texted me this, and my wife actually came down because I wasn't paying attention to my phone and told Joe to get my attention to tell me to look at my phone. Uh, It looks like FC Cincinnati to the MLS is pretty much dead. They They are admitting that Oakley is not a good fit for the stadium, Um, they don't have the backing for the West end Newport just apparently isn't going to work for them. And it looks like because nobody in this city can get their fucking shit together and they're going to ruin the chance at an MSL MLS franchise in Cincinnati, uh, FC Cincinnati is likely going to be dropped. There was also news, um, FC Cincinnati fired one of the main people and MLS is deciding to back the guy that got fired saying he was wrongfully fired. Um, and FC Cincinnati said, bring it on. We'll fight you. We rightfully fired this guy. So there you go. But uh, for those of you watching on the live stream now, um, and those of you listening on the podcast, I'm now going to put on my shocked face. <laughs> Wait for it. All right. It's on. All right. Here's, here's the crazy I, thing. Though, no, about I mean, this. for those, those people who actually thought that this was really going to happen, I, this was just one of those things that the longer it drug on, the the more you had to know that it wasn't going to go down. Because I mean, in sports, if things are going to happen, they usually happen really quickly. And and as soon as the, the they started dragging their feet initially, and and, and when I, I called it when the Oakley thing became an option, when they said, "Hey, we're going to build a stadium in Oakley," I'm like, "Nope." This this will never happen. They won't. And and from that moment on, everything just kept being a big clusterfuck, and yeah. it, it was embarrassing. And I just knew that the longer it went on, and MLS was going to look at it and be like, "Man, they can't handle this shit." So we're just going to not. Well, yeah, and that's like the they thing. may revisit it someday, and it, it could always, you know, they could just see how things go. But they're just going to pull out because it's been too much of a, an embarrassment at the local level. That why would they want to get involved? Yeah, and and that's the the most frustrating part is like. Everybody in this town seems to be all in on FC Cincinnati. Like people are a fan of the the team. They really like going to FC Cincinnati games and they enjoy supporting the team and everybody seemed to be on board with an MLS 
expansion bid, but nobody really wanted to deal with all the stuff that comes along with it. Right. So they're like, yeah, yeah, we want the team. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to build an Oakley that, no, we don't want them here. Like, we want the team, but not, like, here. Can you put them, like, well, and, close to here? And I feel like, too, everybody's all about them, and I, I, I get it. It's cool, and it's fine that everybody's excited about it, but how excited would they be <laughs> if they go LMLS and then prices get jacked up? I mean, it, there's a there's a difference between totally, paying these totally really yeah. dirt cheap prices to go, su- ticket, yeah, baby. to go support mission. a team that you're excited about and it's new and fancy and all that stuff. But we hadn't gone it and gotten into the part where they struggled and they weren't that good, and you see how things fluctuate then. And then, and then you add on the fact that ticket prices are going to jump dramatically from where they are. I mean, it just all signs pointed to this never happening. And yeah. then, and then what was it, Nashville? Was that who ended up getting Nashville the bid got the over first them? Bid, yeah. yeah, and it was like that was another sign. I know we talked about it back right, when Nashville right. got it, and I, I said then I was like they're they're not well because we talked about the fact that Nashville was going to be like the the Midwest bid, and then they were going to yeah. go Sacramento and get the West Coast and kind of yeah. split up the teams I, because I, it didn't make sense to have two teams that close together. No. Uh, Tyson, yeah, when Nashville got it first, it was Tyson over. said by everybody's all in. Do you mean protest by West End residents? No, I think you missed the point. Like everybody is supporting the team but they don't want the stadium in their part of town so the protests by the west end residents aren't against the team it's against having the stadium there they're like yeah we like the team but we don't like them right here yeah put put them somewhere else keep them down there at uc Right, that's what. But they can't stay there. Yeah, <laughs> if they're going to be MLS, so it's a catch twenty two. So there's your there's your breaking news right here on Craft Root Sports. Uh, shout out to Drew for the text message. I'm sorry I missed. Uh, also, Joe, I liked your dad chiming in saying it's soccer. Please, I get, what is what? <laughs> dads that? really yeah, hate soccer. Dads really hate so- especially dads from Youngstown. They're just like this ain't football. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> None of them talk like that, but that's just kind of the the. Anyways, uh, moving on. Nova wins the national championship. Did you watch any of it? Nope. Maybe I didn't watch a single cool. minute of the tournament after <laughs> Xavier lost. So whatever. I also, in my original, and I mean, it, it's all uh, yeah, after the fact, but in my original bracket, when I filled it out before the, the final bracket closed and I was like, eh, I'm going to change it because I feel like everybody's going to have Villanova. I did have Villanova winning, winning at all. And I, I'm not mad at myself for not having switched it because again, it was one of those, if Duke wins, I'm going to vault up to the top because yeah. nobody else is really picking Duke. Everybody has Villanova. So it was just one of those things that I'm like, I'm going to swing for the fences, came up short. I, it completely eliminated me, but you know, I, I did. I did think that Villanova would ultimately win, but I just didn't pick it because I was trying to outsmart everyone. I guess. Yeah, and I kind of had the the mentality of I. I felt like Villanova was so good all year, and with the way the season was, they were primed to get tripped up somewhere yeah. along the and way. That, That's why that I was, didn't think they were going to win. And it. that was why I was like, I'm not going to pick them because they've just been so good all the way through. And that it's, it was just something how the stupid season was. That's yeah. how the season was all and I year figured, long. The, and I actually, I had them losing to Duke, and then I changed yeah. it last minute and was like, No, I'll pick Duke. That's fair. Craftwood Sports, who's this? Oh, this is Corey. Hey, it's our bracket winner, Corey. What's up, man? Well, that's why I called in. Uh, <laughs> fucking dilly dilly, because I'm a fucking winner. So, uh, well played. Uh, sorry, Corey, we were breaking up. I uh, can't really hear you, man. <laughs> Augusta Security is going to escort uh, you out. Corey, I have to say, right. you were uh, you were 
very upset during the first rounds. We saw you posting in the Craft Root Sports group. Minutes uh, into the like, first yeah, game. Yeah, the first game, you were just like, ah, who is beeping in on Corey? Don't interrupt the champ, everybody. Wait till Corey's done. Uh, you were, yeah, first game, you were just like, ah, fuck them. They suck. And then the next game happened, you were like, ah, fuck them too. And you ended up winning the whole thing. How the hell does that happen? Well, well, because, you know, that's that's what winners do. And, uh, <laughs> you know, call me Mr. Dick Dick if you want. <laughs> So, uh, he was actually the inspiration. You know, fuck Wright State, fuck Kentucky, fuck, uh, oh, fuck those fuckers in Arizona. For sure. So, uh, cheers to that. Or, yep. You know, or wherever. He was the inspiration, um, though, but, for the uh, motherfucker of the week poll when I said the guy who complains five minutes in that their bracket <laughs> shot. Because Corey popped in immediately, and I was like, dude, the first game just ended. How are you already complaining about the results? There's so many games to go, and then wins it all. Next year we'll amend it to the guy who who talks shit about his bracket and then ends up winning it all. Uh, Corey, I mean, you had it just like dilly dilly. (laughs) What you what you got to do? And you you were you were. uh, I I mean, that it all came down to the last game for you, right? Like you had somebody in first place who had picked Michigan to win. Yeah, some fucking guy was in first place that had uh, he had Michigan, I had Villanova. And then the people behind me all had uh, Michigan because I was trolling them, obviously, <laughs> and uh, I was going along with Villanova. And uh, then, uh, you know, then, of course, I, I watched zero minutes of the game, which is hilarious because it was on a Monday night. And, uh, you know, ain't nobody got, I was watching Peppa Pig, to be honest. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, I mean I'll, I'm glad I wasn't I'll, drinking I'll beer. Sure what I'm doing now. My uh, my two year old is out there on his iPad with Peppa Pig on his iPad and fucking Mickey on the TV and I'm hiding in a closet so they don't hear my uh, <laughs> hear my mouth. So uh, spoken like a true father, I salute. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel good yeah. to know that I'm, another I'm, dad I'm, won the bracket. Like another guy that's just oh. like I didn't really get to watch any of this, but uh, <laughs> hope hopefully this wins. No. I- Seriously, I'm legitimately hiding in my closet so no one hears me in my uh, foul mouth because cause my wife will come around the corner and she'll give me that look and probably, you know, I don't know, probably throw my shit out the door or something like that since, uh, you know, she's tired of hearing me that I won this bracket uh, thing anyway. Once she heard I didn't win any actually money, um, oh. she couldn't have given uh, you know, two shits about it. Yeah, but, that's uh, not good. That's, I'm gonna, that's true. Babe, I won! What? You know, I mean, we've all seen the... We've all seen the we've all seen the Brady Bunch episode where uh, you know uh, Marsha gets hit in the face with a football. So uh, you know. Well, tell it, her it that she can wear a craft brew T-shirt in remembrance of your victory <laughs> from now until eternity. You get to. Well, you here's, get to... well here's the problem with that. I, I can't wear a fucking large. That'll fit like on my left thigh. Damn it. So, uh, <laughs> we'll get oh, a shirt great. that fits you, man. You get. Uh, you can also. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You. That's the best part about this. You get to break the news to her. Like, listen, sweetie. Uh, I won the chance for yes. us to go to Cincinnati for <laughs> NFL preseason action, and she's going to be all in. I mean, that's the that's the big deal, right there. That's what man. all wives dream of. Yeah, ladies love Mike, NFL preseason Mike, action. Mike, you you've met my my wife. You know that's not true. So, no, I know. Uh, Actually, I you know. know what? Uh, I know that, I, and I'm really excited about that because that means I'm probably going to get the invite to the NFL preseason game. <laughs> So yeah, super I mean, pumped you won. Probably, probably so, you know. 
Corey, I need your. That's a good possibility. I need your vote on motherfucker of the week. You guys need any picks for? Oh, my vote on motherfucker of the week. What was it? Uh, Uh, You got LeBron James or Nick Saban? Well, it's always a fucking LeBron James. (laughs) Good call. That's a good call. Yeah, good call, man. Um, Let's before you go. Before you go, let's give. uh, Let's since you're the golden picker, uh, give your pick for the Masters win. Who's going to win the Masters? Coming from our all-time best picker um, ever in craft root sports history. Excuse you? Crap. Um, he won. He beat fucker. you. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> I'd say uh, Justin Thomas. That's, that's my Justin pick. Thomas. Pick All right. We're going we're gonna to write that one down, and uh, we're going to follow up. And if you lose, because uh, I am gonna, I'm going to follow your lead on this one, Corey, because I trust you. Uh, so if I lose, I'm going to be oh, pissed. Oh, boy. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Thomas scores big. Corey, congrats on the win, man. Uh, yes, congratulations. In, thanks, thanks. All right, cheers, man. All right. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, do you need my address or anything? I mean, in no, my I, shirt I side, got my, you. Uh, I got actually, you if you could send your social security um, <laughs> uh, number, address, and uh, <laughs> okay. phone uh, number, that'd be eight, great. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers, Corey. Good talking to you, bud. Dilly dilly. <laughs> You son of a bitch. I was, I was hoping Joey cut it off before. Uh, fireball. Oh, Are man, we at 50? Another one. Wow, what a Thursday night. We are at night. 51. Wow. What a Thursday night. Thank you, Tyson and everybody I am, else. I am very happy with this turnout and I think this, JB this participation. also got in on this. Uh, dude, we're going to kill this fireball tonight. All right, well, um, 100 shares. A hundred shares, and we'll do a hundred shares, and we'll finish this bottle. How about that? Yeah, you gonna fine. block your camera, bro? I first time I've been on TV. Yeah, understandable. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, cheers. Yeah, cheers, man. Fifty some cheers. Good lord. I like that everybody just wants us to be hungover for work tomorrow. Good God. Ugh. All right. Um, yeah, thanks. Drink bitches, JB. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> um, Joe's dad said they like preseason about as much as soccer in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also fair true. Uh, Drew also, tr- Drew was the one that was calling in. So sorry, Drew. Feel free to call back in. Um, he's saying that Cincinnati is uh, once again being a minor league city uh, in regards to FC Cincinnati. And they are. Uh, whatever. Let's Let's move on. Uh, so you didn't watch any of the game. I didn't really watch any of the game. All I know is DiVincenzo went the F off, which surprised everybody in the country except for fans of the Big East. Everybody who watches the Big East was like, yeah, that kid hits threes nonstop. I just know them as a team. Wasn't shocking. You, every, in fact, uh, right, but, the, but, last, but the last two he games... He came off the bench and scored 30-some no, points, and everybody's the, like, that's amazing. It's like, no, that's what this dude has done all well, yeah, year that, long. That's fine, but in general, I was just very happy that... When Villanova won, like their last two games especially, they were shooting lights out from three. It made me feel good about those two Xavier yeah, losses because it felt like do. Jesus. Well, no, I just felt like Jesus again. Xavier, you know, we we always seem to find the team that's super hot from wherever they're shooting, and it's like, does our perimeter defense suck, or are we just always no. in that category of eh, they they had a hot night against us? So it was nice to see Villanova light up other people, and it's like, ha, ah, yeah, that's we we know all about that. Yep. Yep, we know the feeling on that one. Yeah. All right, uh, so there's your national championship talk for the week. Because uh, who cares at this yeah. point? It was Villanova, Michigan. Nobody really cared about that national championship. As excited as everybody was, it was the overall feel of the tournament. Because it really was. there was no favorite and there was no yep. 
and we talked about that. Yeah. Like it was, it was, a, it was cool it was to have a season where it was whatever. wide open. But if you're not the team that's winning the wide open tournament, you don't give a shit. No. Nope. So, f it, move on. National championship game's done. This happened today, and I was super excited when this news broke. Conor McGregor lost his goddamn mind today. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video. I did. At a UFC media day, Conor McGregor and all of his boys stormed in and then proceeded to throw uh, like a hand cart at a bus that was carrying <laughs> the, uh, the 155-pound competitor. Did he throw like one of the metal It was gates? like the metal, yeah, the, yeah. the railings that yeah. like, holds the crowd back. He whipped that at somebody. Um, lost his mind. Apparently, there was a uh, warrant out for his arrest. I don't know if that was actually true or not. But supposedly, I don't know if any of this is actually real or not. That was going to be my question. (laughs) Knowing how Conor McGregor's press conferences are and how it seems that he is so bananas and like over the top, it's like, oh, that press conference was funny. It couldn't have been real. Mm -hmm. Do you think this was a staged event? Absolutely. The UFC has been struggling recently. They've been losing, you know. Jones has all his problems with legalese getting and getting banned and all that stuff. I mean, all their big name guys, even in McGregor's case, has been doing things that don't involve UFC. I mean, he's off boxing. You've got Ronda Rousey and WWE. I mean, they're struggling because of all their big names seemingly doing other things or nearing the end of their UFC career and He's the last thing that they're kind of trying to hold on to. What better way to bring him back into the fold than to have this whole big old thing where he loses his mind and throws all this stuff, and now everybody's talking about UFC for the day. I totally think that this is a stage thing. And uh, I think what, what, yeah, and I think what likely happened in this case was they were like, hey, Connor, here's what we want you to do. We're going to do this media day. We want you to come in at the end and just like get crazy and be be loud and like try to stop the bus and bang on the windows. And Connor was like, "Okay," and then took it way too far. Oh no! I because I, I definitely was, think there was a fighter that had to withdraw from the fights because he got injured. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. Names I definitely think UFC. that McGregor went over the top with it, but I also don't think that they were that upset with the fact that everybody was talking like this. No, I think, I think this was 100% the intended idea of, all right, McGregor show up in Brooklyn and, uh, we need to get our names back out there. Just do your Connor thing. And he was like, great. I got you. I'll turn it up to 11. Not that Connor (laughs) thing. We we were hoping you went like a 9.5. We want you to to be press, uh, presser Connor McGregor, not fighting the Irish mob Connor McGregor. We want you to be professional soccer in Cincinnati, but we don't (laughs) want you in Cincinnati. (laughs) Yeah. It was the same exact thing. We really want this, but nowhere near us. Cool. Can we have our cake and eat it too? Yeah, that's what we want. So, no, I mean, I, I, I think this was staged. I think Dana White's in on it. He probably orchestrated the whole thing. But yeah, I well, mean, and, and he was the one that tweeted out that there's an arrest warrant out for Conor McGregor. His plane is grounded. Right. It's like, and does anybody oh, really, really believe that gonna, he was going to have his premier star guy one out, get arrested? Yeah. If this was like a legit thing where your main attraction is now. There's a warrant out for his arrest. You are not going to say a goddamn word. Right. You were just going to sit there and be like, I hope this blows over real soon. He was doing his best Vince McMahon, and kudos to him. He did it really well. So that begs the question. Like, obviously, UFC isn't fake. It's not WWE where no, it's like, where it's fixed. Well, I mean, they maybe can it drum could be up, fixed, but there's, they there's can actual drum up fighting. stuff. 
Yeah, do you think to get them how much a... how much of the UFC do you think is this kind of weird it's real but not really real. Like it's all I, set up. I think all of it that you don't see in the ring cuz think about it. Their matches generally don't last very long. So the it's it's kind of like football when you when you take the the action clock and you really look at it, how much time is actually happening? These matches aren't very long. The the things generally go pretty quickly. They rarely yeah. go the distance. So I mean, the actual event itself there isn't that much there to see on most good events. And so what else do you have to do? I mean, that's where you probably borrow a page from the WWE's playbook and you have to amp up all the other stuff. I mean, the pre-fight stuff, the interviews, all of that you have to go kind of crazy with to get everything talked about. And I think that's where it becomes a little fake. I mean, I don't think that any of these guys necessarily like each other, and I, I don't think that they have to go a long way to make some of the things happen. But they definitely say, hey, you know, if you wanted to act real ridiculous, we're, we're here for it. I mean, that's... The, the, you see how they act in WWE? We wouldn't be upset if that's how you acted. How many other sports do you think are going to follow that model? Like, how many other... You see these press conferences... But that's what I'm saying. Like you see these press <laughs> conferences where we get like uh, you know instances where quarterbacks walk out of a press conference and it starts this media firestorm. How much of that shit is like planned or fake on the see, side? See, in of other it? sports, I don't necessarily think it it matters because they don't. Uh, when you're talking about UFC, like I said, the matches are just so fast and they're so violent, and like you know, guys can can go down within the first minute of a fight, and that's it. I mean. Even if there's not much "quote unquote" action in a football game, the thing still takes three hours, and you're still occupied. From us, I mean, you could literally show up for a fight in UFC, and if you just show up for the main event and you're not really paying attention to any undercard stuff, you watch two minutes worth of action, and that's it. I mean, they don't have much to actually sell on a lot of these matches, so all the extra stuff before. I mean, the other sports just don't need it. I mean, if guys are gr- big personalities and they do stuff but like they, that, they're not actually, they're not upset if it happens, but I don't think they're encouraging. Like in UFC, I think that Dana White is like, Hey, go out there and make yourself, you know, I think there's man. still some element of, of that in, in other sports where other sports are almost encouraging guys to become a personality. Like if you not think in the about, NFL, in well, the NFL, they don't no, want the, those guys to NFL be personalities The NFL doesn't want that. The want NFL doesn't robots. want that, but the teams want that because that generates money. That generates fans to to buy jerseys, I to become guess. fans. Like, if you look at Kelsey from the, the Eagles, nobody would have known that dude's name, and now all of a sudden... From the Eagles or for the Chiefs? For the Eagles. The dude that went on the rant at the Super Bowl parade. Oh, okay. The so Chiefs' his brother. brother. Yeah, I was going to say, so... <laughs> I don't know his first name. Crawford Sports. Travis Kelsey's from Kansas City. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tank. How's hey, it hey, Tank. What's, what's up, up buddy? Chiming in as we're talking hey. UFC. Well well done, man. You saw the bat signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got out of practice, and I kicked on my phone and saw you guys were uh, saw you guys were talking about it, so I wanted to call in and uh, do some Connor talk. What's your take on this, man? Do you think uh, do you think it's all fake? Do you think Connor's like just losing his mind? Like, how do you how do you feel this whole thing is going down? Um, man, my take on it is this: I, I think it's a combination of if the hero if the hero lives long enough, he eventually becomes the villain. And after Connor worked with with Floyd, you know, he can see that 
look, I mean, where else is there for him to go as the good guy? He's won the 145, but he's won with the 155 belt. If he comes back, he's taking on guys that got a pretty good shot of beating him. Why not be the Why not be the heel? Try that on for size and see what kind of money you can make off it. And I mean, this is setting it up to where who doesn't want to see Khabib versus Connor now against each other in 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 Russia? I mean, it's it's a pretty easy story to write itself. And and that kind of goes back to the whole point of like uh, maybe this is all just a setup from Dana White where it's just like hey man yeah no, like fire fire the base up Get I don't have any problem up. with that being the case but I definitely think it's the case <laughs> yeah I well and, and, and I, yeah I think again I think it's you know where UFC is smart enough to borrow from pro wrestling I think that. Uh, you know, they they realize that there is definitely money in that. Um, I, the thing that I don't think they planned for was for somebody to get injured out of this. You know, if if it would have just been the thing where it's like, hey, you know, these guys they come and you know they 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 fuck up a van, you know, they bust a fender up on it, you know, they they they, they bust up the hood, okay, big deal. But when one of his boys like checked that guardrail or hand cover and busted the glass, he ended up lacerating Michael Chiesa, you know, and now it's questionable if he can fight on Saturday. I think I think that's when it went a little too far and. You know what? What it was supposed to be got a little out of hand. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they they wanted them to come in and just be rowdy and bang on the hood of the van or whatever. And, and then Connor was like, "I'm gonna Connor this shit up. I'm not. I'm not just gonna bang on the hood. I'm gonna be Connor McGregor and I'm gonna throw shoes and water bottles and whatever I can get my hands on. Oh, what's this? A, a railing? Sweet. I'm throwing that shit too because he's <laughs> Connor goddamn McGregor and he's gonna do whatever the hell he wants. So do you think yeah, that do you think that fight happens oh, sorry, now? Take oh, I was just gonna say, do you think that fight happens now? Could be even in Connor. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's got to. Well, here's the thing. I think this oh, this also goes back to the Vince McMahon thing. When you know the back in the day when the UFC wasn't doing too well, uh, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon's son, tried to get the WWE to, to buy the UFC, and and Vince McMahon said, "Why would I buy something when I can't control who the winner is?" And that is the problem you have with this. Is Khabib gonna win on Saturday? Yeah, probably. I mean, Tony's out, could be, you know, and, and Max stepped in because, you know, Max has got balls the size of a fucking, uh, you know, dump truck tires. But, you know, at the same time, he's probably going to lose to Khabib, and then that sets us up. But what if? What if, you know, Max Holloway takes his fight on six days' notice, steps up, and, you know, defeats the undefeated Khabib in America Madoff? I mean, that could happen, and, you know, that's not scripted. That's real. But I think either way, so and and correct me if I'm wrong because I am. I'll admit I'm not a big <clears> UFC <throat> fan. Uh, but Max is is 145, right? Normally, I'm sorry. Uh, repeat that. You broke up. A is bit. is Max 145 normally? Yeah, Max is normally 145, and, and, and Khabib, Khabib is 155. 155. So okay, he's so definitely going to have a weight advantage on him. And Connor was just forced to give up the belts at 145 and 155, right? They're they're talking about that. They're they're talking about stripping of the title, and that's another reason why. So no matter who wins this, a fight with Conor McGregor could happen because McGregor yeah. can either go to one forty five or he could stay at one fifty five and, and fight. So either way, this is set up in a way that no matter who wins this fight, McGregor could fight them, and it's a it, it was scripted perfectly. Right, right, and and they've been talking about trying to get a fight going in Russia for okay. a while now. And Kill. this really sets it up well. They can set it up to where you get Khabib versus Connor in Russia, Ireland versus Russia, and the Irish travel huge for Connor. 
So I, I, I totally believe that there will be, just like they do when they come to Vegas, there will be a ton of Irish dudes showing up in Russia, which would be crazy. Mike does travel well. I, do, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Joe just called me out and said I had fireball left in this. I didn't you even... do. Finish that, bitch. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. I, 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 think, I think that could, be a, that could definitely be a moneymaker. The one thing that makes me laugh is, like, I see some, some people online that are going, oh, you know, Danny needs to fight. You know, if, if, if Danny doesn't fight with Connor, then what's that, you know? <sighs> and it's like, why would he fire Connor McGregor? Because if he fires Connor McGregor, he's got he's nothing. He's out of his contract. Yeah. Yeah, he's just setting him out right. of his contract. Now he's the hottest free agent in the world, and he can just go do his own, like, again, do the Money Mayweather thing. Just make your own promotion. Have your own pay-per-view fights. Connor's a one-man marketing machine that people will pay, you know, it's it, it, it past people paying for the UFC. People will pay for Connor McGregor. So yeah. he doesn't need the UFC branding on him. He's a bigger deal if he's just Connor McGregor. Yeah, we're we're at a place where right now the UFC needs Connor more than Connor right. needs and the Connor UFC. And Connor knows period. that 100%. Oh, absolutely. He knows oh, that 100%. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he knows yeah. it because he got that fight with Mayweather. That yeah. cemented right. the fact that he doesn't need him. And he can make that bank again just stepping back in the in the boxing right. ring. He doesn't need he doesn't need the UFC, which is why this was all staged. Yep, <laughs> Tank. Who's your yep. vote? You you may have missed the beginning of the show. Who's your vote for motherfucker of the week this week? We have uh, LeBron James versus Nick Saban for their legal battle over who owns the rights to doing barbershop talk. Oh God, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> fuck Saban, then now forever. So get get, 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 get fair enough. Saban. <laughs> fair Solid enough. reasoning. Tank, it was good hearing from you, man. Thanks Cheers, for man. call, buddy. Is it, is Taker fighting this this WrestleMania? Nobody knows. Uh, nobody knows. Cena <sighs> keeps calling him out, but Taker's not showing up. I, I'm I'm really worried that he retired the Dead Man last year, and we're gonna get fucking uh, Attitude Era Biker Taker coming out to the rolling, 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 rolling. What? That's no good. I'm gonna play. No that. one wants that. That's no good. That's awful. No that's one wants a, Biker that's a, Taker. No. Yeah, nobody wants that guy. That guy was the worst. No. And especially since they're inducting um, uh, Kid Rock into WWE Hall of Fame this year. Ah, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Look, unless The Rock shows up, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to straight to the point. (laughs) WrestleMania is getting really MAGA this year. (laughs) (laughs) More so than usual. (laughs) All right, Tank. Thanks for the call, bud. Have a good night, bud. Hey, man, and to all of you, man, to these are cool. Uh, congratulations, you guys making the move to Thursday. I think you got something here, and I, I, I saw it already with, like, all those shares. I, you know, I, I think it's going to be a big night, so welcome to all, man. Congratulations on the move to Thursday. Thank, Thank you, bud. Man. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. We'll right. Take care, y'all. Peace out. Bye. Uh, all right, uh, there you go. There's your WrestleMania and your UFC news. Thanks for covering that old uh, tank. Tank kills it every fucking time. He He's calls so good. It. I love it. Um, I can't wait for him to start writing again. Uh, anyways, uh, real quick basketball news: Kyrie Irving out with uh, some some knee issues. The same knee that he said was bothering him, and yep. why he wanted traded from the Cavs. Crazy uh, Cavs Warriors finals. Uh, Warriors <laughs> and six. Joe, does this change your moving on? Uh, no, no, no. It'll also be the Cavs and the Rockets. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> we, uh, for those of you that are new to the show, we have a bet going on between Scott and Joe. Uh, Scott says the Rockets will win the West. 
I know. Scott Jesus says the Christ, Warriors man. win the West. Joe says the Rockets will win the West. And uh, the Wed Wubba Wooster. <laughs> yeah, I have the Warriors winning like they're going to, and, and Joe oh, has yeah, the Rockets. Scott, it's Scott has the Warriors. <laughs> has and, the uh, Rockets. But anyway, yeah, um, loser is going to have to uh, bong a beer. A beer. Uh, no, not just any beer. We we Beast. Beast Ice has the been The same uh, punishment gracious. that I went yes. through. Speaking of that, we are, we're running a little low on time, but shall we do the... Uh, the white motherfucker question? Sure. Uh, Joe, close the phone lines. Just real quick. Uh, this will be a quick one. Uh, We're the doing last white time, motherfucker. Last time we did this, I got the question right. About Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. That uh, so that means I get to ask Scott a question to find out <clears throat> if he is a white motherfucker. Uh, we don't have any smearing off ice, so if you get this right. I'll just do a shut up fireball. Or no, no, no. If I get this wrong, if you get I'll those... do a shot of fireball. Okay, that's fair enough. No, actually, no. I'll do a shot of hypnotic because, I mean, you always do the hypnotic. Okay, fair enough. Uh, easy E. 1990s. Never rapper. heard of him. Uh, I'm screwed. What is his real name? Oh my god! Are you fucking kidding me? I, I thought this was see, such a no, 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 no. Are you I know. serious? You right said now? it was. A, you said it was alive, and now I'm completely blanking. Oh my god! And this makes oh my me god. the whitest of motherfuckers. I'm. I com- thought this was the biggest layup. I know, and I'm never gonna get my black card back again. I don't know if I had it to begin with. Probably based on some of the people who are going to comment on this, but Scott, I can't I'm, believe I, I it, I'm telling you right now, it, it's, it's the beer. It's, it's one of those. Oh my God. As soon as you say it, I'm just, I'm, I, I can't, I'm, but I, I can't, I, right now I just, Eric I, Lynn, right. Yeah. I'm, well, there you go. Wow. Wow. And you're going to block your camera. No, you need to, cause I've still everybody needs TV, to see yeah. this happen. Oh my God! I can't believe you missed that. Let's let's bring the phone lines back up. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. If there's anything that you want to talk about, uh, feel free to call in. Um, let's talk Masters. And here's what we're gonna do with this. Uh, we have decided to do Jordan Spieth is back. <laughs> here's somebody to tell you how much of oh. a white motherfucker you are, Craft. Oh, Fuck yeah. man. Answer. I thought you answered Craftford Sports. Who's this? Hey, why are you ducking my call, man? <laughs> it's Drew. You hey, called Drew. in at the same time, man. We were talking to the champ, Drew. I'm sorry, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's not a reason. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Sit- I'm sitting here busting my ass while I'm supposed to be learning and giving y'all breaking news updates. And all no, I appreciate that, man. Fucking shoulder. No, it, there was no cold shoulder intended. I, I appreciate the breaking news. We gave you the we gave you the props that that, uh, that was needed. I am the whitest of motherfuckers. Oh, no, Drew, no, no, Drew, no, what's easy? What's easy? What I'm worried you know? about is the fact that your producer is useless, and I had to get your gorgeous wife to go and get you to pay attention. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Flattery will get you nowhere. Continue. Joe's face right Guys, I don't, I don't need to go anywhere, buddy. I'm good. <laughs> I'm looking out for the greater CBS community, man. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so, Drew, you're saying Cincinnati is just a minor league city. You got damn right. Uh, that's the only excuse for this kind of nonsense. Let's be realistic, boys. The Bengals are leaving. Like, it's going to happen. Because, you know, Mike Brown's cheap ass isn't going to want to build a new stadium on his dime. And you know for damn sure Hamilton County is not going to do it again. So why would he stick around in this city? They can't fucking win here. We're all cursed. So why would the Bengals stick around? So then we're going to be stuck with what? The Reds? I mean, I just, I don't understand why you'd be, everyone would be so short-sighted to deny another pro franchise in this city. (laughs) No, I agree. I understand there's, there's stigma around it from some people with misinformation. But frankly, when you have things like this, it draws in other areas, other people, other attention. 
Look at the uh, the All Star game a couple years back. It was a huge success for the city, but that doesn't happen if the Reds aren't in Major League Baseball. Additionally, you don't get all of the overflow activities like the um, the World Cup, the, the, the con- U.S. bid the for the World, World Cup, Cup coming up, the conference speaking engagement type things. There's all kinds of other shit that happens in the sporting community. The RNC the <laughs> that, lost that, that bid. What? The the RNC, and I was being serious. They did lose the Republican Republican National Convention. You know what? Let's be real. Like, you may disagree with their political beliefs, but they still pay money to people to stay in their hotels, eat at their restaurants, drink at their bars. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they, Cincinnati couldn't even lock down the bid for that. They gave it to Cleveland. Right. And what the fuck (laughs) wants to be in Cleveland? Cuckling. Uh... Sorry, just correcting it before it happens. So, Drew, uh, is it is it done? Is it dead completely? Like, are we just stuck with the USL team at this point? And, and when I say stuck with, I still think it's fun to go CFCC games. Of course. But, yeah, but it's it's fun. But, dude, it's going to be fun in the same sense that going to Cyclones games is fun. Right. Or the Dayton Dragons. It's like a kitschy kind of like whatever thing you do, but you're not going to have your relatives fly in from another city in the country to see their team play your team or – some kind of rivalry game where it's like, hey, I'm in my in Cincinnati for a week. What should I do? Oh, I'll go catch an FC match today. They're playing New York Red Bulls. It's a rivalry. That my kind of my relatives wouldn't there. have flown in anyways. So. Whatever. But <laughs> it's, it's, again, it's it's the sort short sightedness of things, and everyone's so fucking greedy they can't sort it out. When it's to me, it's an easy problem. You get them a stadium. And you help continue to build this city up. Because let's be realistic. Right now, a lot of the growth we're seeing here is supported by the fact that the economy has been so good for the past decade. When shit turns south, what does Cincinnati have to rely on? What is our major market? Like, what, who beer. is here drawing revenue? Fucking no one, dude. And, and yet we're going to thumb our nose at a professional sports franchise coming in, offering to pay through the nose compared to anyone else. Well, I think that's the worst part. Here. You're never going to find another ownership group that offers to pay for the stadium. Like that's no, that's dude. the bottom line. We will never find that again. So the fact that we've we're going to lose that is uh, is not good. Drew, we got to right. roll, man. But I appreciate the call, bud. Thanks for calling, man. Hey, oh man, you know how I am. I love this thing. It's I'm not even drunk though, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Well, it's Thursday, man. So next week, uh, get ready for next week. Oh, uh, just give me 45 minutes. All right, <laughs> <laughs> cheers, buddy. Good talking, Bye, to you, Drew. man. All right, later, boys. See ya. Oh wait, wait, one last thing. Hey, Scott. Yo, who's your stylist? <laughs> hang up hang up cut him off all right we got like a minute to go here's what we want to do uh going forward for major events we are going to uh do some betting and here's how craft Root sports betting is going to work i am going to uh give you guys some some uh yeah go ahead just just talk a little bit louder. close the drunk line joe <laughs> all right jesus i thought i could do it that dead these sweet new mics picked up my close the drunk close the drunk yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Jesus. what we're going to do is we are going to do uh, bets for major sporting events uh, going forward. The way we're going to do this is we're going to base this on Vegas odds, and all of us are going to get to pick who we want to bet on. All right, so based on those odds, <laughs> real quick, mm-hmm. is it, uh, fucking Tyson wants to know a legit question, and I, okay. I, I, I don't know. Which is the worst choke, Xavier in the tournament or Kaiser with Easy es last name? You with Easy e Moving on, uh, it was a bad choke job, man. I, I can't know. believe you didn't know Easy es name. I literally son of a bitch. I but knew the when you were hyping worked. it up. Yeah, the reverse you, psychology you worked. hyped it up. You're gonna know this. I told you. 
Fuck, man. <laughs> crazy. The he had one... AIDS. I knew that. I knew he had AIDS. He had the AIDS. All right, go ahead. He was at the end of Crossroads. You saw him in the sky. Yeah. He always wore a socks hat. <laughs> I mean, there's that. <laughs> Fuck Can me. Can you name an easy song right now? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, not if you ask me. <laughs> you now have to memorize and recall back no, every okay. week, every Easy E song. You couldn't come up with Boys in the Hood right there? That was actually what was I, what I was thinking, but I was trying to get to the chorus in my head. I was like, wait a minute, what? Oh, yeah. Which is funny because I can I, I can rap more of that verse more of that song than I can think. I am you just failing the, you tonight. You know the dynamite hack version of it. You don't know the easy E version. Jesus Christ. All right. Anyways, we are going because the boys in the hood is always hard. All right, go ahead. Come talking that trash. We'll pull your card. Yeah. All right. Smacking the bitches. Jacking the hoes. Go ahead. All right, so we're going to place bets on uh, on sporting <sighs> events. These are going to be drink bets. They're going to be based on the same odds as in Vegas. Uh, so you get to bet the number of drinks that you want, uh, and then the payout is going to be the same. So if you win, you are going to bank that number of drinks, and you get to divvy those out to somebody else on the show at any point you want. So you can then, let's say Joe gets it right with Tiger Woods winning the Masters. Tiger is a 10 to 1 odds favorite to win the Masters. So if he bets a drink, he then has 10 in his bank that he gets to divvy out to us whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. This is going to make the show super fun going forward once we get a bank built up. So let's start off with the Masters since we're talking about that. Uh, Joe, am I right with your bet that Tiger Woods is going to win the Masters? Uh, No. <laughs> if I'm actually betting, had you wait a second, hang on, bullshit. Hang on, before hang on. tonight, no, 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 before today, yeah, before today, would you have bet on Tiger Woods before he finished plus one today? Yeah, yes, yeah, okay. Okay. Then, right. then that's your bet. Then that's your bet. <laughs> Moving on, Joe's betting on Tiger. Yeah, uh, who's your bet, Scott? Do you have? Do you want me to run through some of these names? Do you want to run through some odds? No, what, you've um, got the odds there. I, I was, I, I would have even already done it. I was going to go with Dustin Johnson. Like Dustin was, Johnson before it started. One odds. That that was who I picked to to win it. Okay, so Scott's regardless, got, like ignoring all the Tiger bullcrap. That was who I picked. Scott's got Dustin Johnson. Joe has Tiger. I've got the burps. Uh, I was going <laughs> to go with Rory McIlroy. Okay, fair. Go with the uh, the Irishman on that one. Also, Shocker. Uh, right. Also, twelve to one odds. Uh, so those are our bets for the Masters. Whoever wins, yeah. What do you got? Joe? Well, I was just going to say. After day one, would you guys like to know where they are on the leaderboard? Sure. Yeah, I know your your guys at plus one. Yeah, um, and way behind at like twenty nine. So, so Rory's Rory like even. Rory is T four at three under. Mm-hmm. Tiger mm. is T twenty nine at one over, and uh, Mister Dustin Johnson is also T twenty nine at one <laughs> over. <laughs> oh shit. Here's hey, the problem, whatever. though. Here's how this works out, though. If none of these three win, we all have to do a shot together. That's fine. Because we're all betting but a here's a beer, also right? the thing. I, I picked somebody who wasn't, you know, the hyped-up asshole whoa, whoa, for the whoa, last whoa, couple whoa. of weeks. Wait a second. Hang Off on. of false oh, right, right, right. Off the last couple of weeks. I he's, was not a, say, he's not a false... I was going to say, he's Dustin not a false Johnson, prophet. Dustin Johnson was the favorite last year. No, no, no. That's so, what I'm saying. He's not okay. a false prophet over the last couple of weeks. Okay, fair that's enough. Uh, uh, the, the other big sporting event that's going to be starting up before we record our next episode is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, everybody's read JB's article that Nashville 
it may not be up to stuff to uh, to. That was make a it. really good article. It's a great way. article. Uh, Nashville, however, is the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup at nine to two odds. Shit! I um, picked the Golden Knights at the beginning against the Penguins, and I'm sticking with them. Scott going with I had the Penguins. Vegas. No, 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 no. But I had the Penguins winning it all over the Golden Knights. Oh, so I just you had got the Golden Knights. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Pittsburgh is going to win it all, but they're going to face the Golden Knights in the finals. Pittsburgh eight to one odds to win the uh, the Stanley Cup yeah. currently. Uh, I <laughs> I I was tempted to go with Washington just to be like <laughs> this, just to be an idiot. Eventually, they got to do it. <laughs> I picked them last year and they failed me, but maybe this is the no. year. Nope, it's not going to be them. But I don't think it's going to be Pittsburgh. I don't think it's going to be Nashville. I'm going Tampa Bay as my bet. Tampa okay. Bay's five to one odds to win the Stanley Cup. So I am betting on Tampa Bay. Thanks for the kiss of death. K- Tampa, you're fucking done. <laughs> you may not even make the playoffs. They're like up there right now. They may not even make the playoffs. Their whole team is just going to like fall apart just and they're die. not going to make it. Uh, Joe, who's your bet for the Stanley Cup? Got to go with the hot hand all season. Vegas. Vegas. All right. So. Joe is betting on Vegas. Scott is betting on Pittsburgh. I am taking Tampa Bay. Uh, all near favorites. The Blue Jackets um, also just clinched a playoff spot. Thank you, Tyson Thorpe, for uh, dropping that. Uh, Good for them. They are thirty-three to one odds to win the Stanley Cup. So basically, they won't be winning shit. Have fun in the first round, Columbus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into consumer can it. Brought to you by. No? no, are we not getting into consumer can it? Yeah, it's okay. time. <laughs> Get, get, get in a consumer account, Joe. Those are the bets, We told Joe. you. We did the bets. We did the bets. Brought to you by Tavor.com. <laughs> this is Consumer Candidate. This week, Consumer Candidate, we are with Southern Tears Cinnamon Roll Imperial Ale. Mike, lead things off for us. Consuming the shit out of this beer. Here's what I like about this beer. A lot of times when you have a really flavorful, like cinnamon flavor or... They'll do it with chocolate beers. It's a stout or a porter. The fact that this is an ale is awesome. And that's what I like, too, about Southern Tears Pump King. It's an ale. It's not a porter. It's not a stout. So it's not as heavy. This beer is a little bit lighter, even though it's 8.6%. Uh, it's more drinkable, even though the fact they still have a whole beer left here. But that's because of the shots, not because of uh, the beer itself. Anyways, uh, really good drinkability. Consuming the shit out of this beer. This beer was a consume when it was announced. Mm-hmm. When we did our first ever, hey, they're coming out with this cinnamon roll beer. I knew it was a consume then. Not a single thing deterred me from the the ordering of it back when it came out to the three extra months we waited from actually getting it to when we cracked it open till now. This was a consume. And I will say that I do believe that this is enough. You get one bomber and you're good to yeah, go. Yeah, don't it's go very, more than one bomber. It's very heavy. It, 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 the the flavor is strong. So you're just, I mean, you're just gonna get sick of the flavor after a bomber. And I mean, a bomber is a, a equal to what? About two it's and a two half. Beers. Uh, two it, beers plus a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. No, so, actually, I take that back. It's a little bit less than two beers. A bomber's twenty two ounces. Oh, okay. So you're a little bit less than two beers. All right. Well, I mean, somewhere around two beers at eight point six percent, though. Yeah, and, and I mean, but I'm just saying, if you were getting this in a sixer, which they do sell them, in, uh, Southern Tier always four. does in the four packs. Yeah, yeah. So if you you got a four pack and you had two of them, I'd call that a night. Like, do not try to go through all four of these. It'll just be too much. It's really heavy. It's really flavorful, and it'll kick your ass. So if you get a bomber, stick with one. If you get a, a four pack, go for two. But either way absolute consume there was no doubt in my mind and it it delivered 
Joe, as somebody who doesn't really like uh, dark beers, even though this isn't really a dark beer, it's an ale, uh, consume it or can it? Super sweet. Uh, I'd probably consume about a half of a beer. So, like, if it came in, like, one of those snifter, shorter, smaller glasses, <laughs> the tulips or whatever, I'd probably drink it. So it's a consume. <laughs> All right. Well, there I, you have it. I would drink a tester of this. I would just have, like, a little a little nip. Um all right, fair enough, man. So you're you think it's too sweet? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's too yeah. Sweet? It's, I thought it was. I mean, it's very heavy on like the cinnamon and the like icing flavor that you get from a cinnamon yeah. roll. Um, but that's which just is me. the best part. That's of just me the thinking. Roll. You know, it's, nobody cares it's just about sweet. the roll itself. You just right. want all the cinnamon and the sugar. Uh, real quick, I was thinking about it while Joe said that. This reminds me of the pumpkin ales because of the flavors. And yes. I think that's why I like it a lot. Because their pumpkin ale is very cinnamony. Yes. yes. They, and and that just it just dawned on me that that's a thing. <laughs> but um, we got a couple of people saying, oh my God, the show's already over. Yeah, man. Yeah. Keeping it tight. We're, here's, we're, here's what we're doing. It's Thursday night. You guys have to, we all have to work on Friday. Uh, we want to keep the show tight. Uh, you can, you can. Fade out the music, Joe. Uh, Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor. Thank you, Tavor, for this amazing beer. If you guys want beers like this, go to our website. Southern Till Tier is still the till. king. Southern Till. Southern Till. Uh, they they yeah, till the best. So beer. this was our first week uh, at Thursday night. First week doing the show at 830. Um, we wanted to, like, we, we kind of let the show balloon. The show had gone a little off the rails where we got a little too drunk, got a little too crazy, rambled a lot we want to keep the show a lot tighter keep it uh uh closer to like an hour 15 to an hour and 30 minutes and look we talked about it it the show can be good when we go a, a long ways and w when we have a lot of talk about it, it's great um other times it kind of dragged and we thought yep. maybe uh things were getting dragged out a little bit friday night people aren't necessarily sticking around or tuning in for the whole thing and we appreciate the loyal listeners who do from start to finish hang out and do all that stuff but you get a little bit more of your Thursday night, and uh, you get and to shout keep out it to you guys for sharing the show. We really appreciate that. Right. For those of you that have seen us for the first time tonight, uh, go like the Facebook page, um, follow us. We're going to do these shows every Thursday night. Holy crap! Uh, we did get fifty-five shares, though. That's uh, really freaking amazing. Proof that uh, this this was a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so thank you guys for doing that. We really really appreciate it, Joe. Before we close out the show, why don't you let us know who wins the motherfucker of the week poll? Uh, this week, we had LeBron James or versus Nick Saban. Nick Saban. And if you missed the beginning of the show, they are arguing over a beef over uh, barbershop Talk. videos. Like, ah, we were in a barbershop and we're talking and I own that. Who wins? So who? you guys never said your picks. So who are I your am, picks? I'm, I'm voting for LeBron in this one. I was just going to say, LeBron actually gets it, even though I think that overall between the two of them, Nick Saban, Nick Saban is, a is a bigger a, motherfucker definitely in bigger general motherfucker. in life. In but this situation. Yeah, LeBron is the bigger motherfucker yes. for this week. It was a close one. We have 53 to 47 in the percent. Wow. On? That's like one vote. Winner slash biggest douche is uh, Mr. Nick Saban. Wow. I, it's the I think, Saban. That, I it's think the, the name. Factor. I was gonna say it's the name factor. Some people Saban. didn't even read it. They were yeah, just like, I know. They Saban's just saw a bigger douche Saban's a motherfucker. I don't know what, what's going on. Did he breathe? Yeah. Did he, did he did he save a puppy from a burning fire? Ah, he's still a motherfucker this week because <laughs> Nick Saban. I saw the name. Yeah, uh, I don't think people actually read yeah, what was going no on idea. there. They, they have no idea what the story is. If you know the situation, is. LeBron, LeBron is, is definitely, definitely the bigger motherfucker. Such a motherfucker for this, guys. 
thank you so much for tuning in on a Thursday night. Uh, we really appreciate you guys sitting in with us. Hey, hanging out. This sharing the show. is your new norm. We will be here every Thursday night. Mostly. Um, <laughs> 8.30-ish. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be giving you the same great show. Uh, we will try to keep it to an hour, hour and a half. And that's just what it is. But you guys drive this show. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for the call. Thank you for joining in. Yes, thank you for uh, the call. Be sure to follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow me at Mike Berlon. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. You can follow Joe. House music's at, getting us played off. That's so. Joe Goalie Four. No, the house music is messing with Joe. He keeps hitting the volume up, and it just drops oh, shit. down. On uh, keep hitting that. Make sure you hit OK and let it know that it's OK to play it loud. You're OK. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Reminder, the drunk line is always open. Now that the show is going to be shorter, you're, you're going to need to leave some more voicemails. More so in between the week stuff. Whenever you want, 440-37-DRUNK. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs>